Welcome to the 10th episode of All of the Above, a weekly podcast where an instructional designer, a full-stack designer, and a software engineer pick apart the world one topic at a time. We are recording on February 1st, 2015. My name is Brian Brush, and I am joined by my bearded co-hosts, Sam Bantner. How's it going? And Sean Duran. Hola, amigos. So uh, this is going to be a different kind of episode, um, and since we cover a lot on the show and sometimes in a vor- very short span of time, we wanted to take a look back at what we've learned and what new ideas came from those discoveries. Um, so it also gives our new listeners a chance to jump right in without feeling like they've missed too much. So this is an experiment for us, and we'd like you guys to let us know if you enjoyed it or not. If it's something that people do like, then we'll start doing these at regular intervals, and that'll help keep everyone up to date in case they missed an episode or two. So, Sean, do you want to have us sort of jump into discussing the topics that we've hit on over the past few weeks? Yeah, let's do that. So on the first week, we went on a sprint, uh, just releasing an episode a day day for each uh, for five days straight. And <laughs> that was a hell of a time. So it was so that we could get out like who we are and what the show is about and sort of establish a baseline. I know it's recommended for uh, new shows to have three episodes at when they first appear, but we sort of did it a different way, just one a day. And even though we, we recorded them like in batches um, before that week, we didn't realize how long it takes to edit an episode. And since it was the first time we've actually edited these episodes... Uh, <laughs> That was just, it was a very sleepless week for all of us. And it's uh, just try never to do that ever again. (laughs) Yeah, um, unless you have a lot of experience with working with Logic or any sort of audio editing tool, and we mean like a hefty amount of experience, do not ever attempt this. It was one of the most uh, mind-numbing experiences at first, and now I enjoy the audio editing, but before it was pretty miserable. Yeah, I didn't really edit any of the beginning episodes, but... I was supporting everybody 100%. <laughs> we, we, we appreciated all of the support, Sam. <laughs> the one episode that you did edit uh, had one of mine, Sean's favorite errors of all time, which is you went to censor some curse words, but you <laughs> somehow did not sync them up appropriately. So it was just randomly censoring other words, and the curse words came through <laughs> with flying colors. Yeah, this is what happens when you edit at 1 o'clock in the morning. You just you think you got it. It sounded good. yeah i i mean i've edited audio before but i haven't done it in like just three or four people talking at once so it was uh, and also it was our just dealing with skype just i know it gets uh berated uh (laughs) but it's uh it's well deserved like just the lag between it and also just sometimes i can't hear what you guys say like the end of the words just become robotized Uh, so it's just like, okay, um, I guess he's done talking. <laughs> so just um, that mi- mixed with everything else is, it was a bunch of fun. Yeah, and trying to find ways to reduce the crackle from Sam's beard rubbing against his microphone oh, yeah. when we first started before we had a real mic for him. Yeah, those were the good old days. You can actually hear my beard. The good old days, which were yeah. just slightly over a month ago. <laughs> That was all, that was pretty much the worst part of it all. Yep. Just editing out all of Sam's crackleness and then trying to figure out when he was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that was a big learning lesson for us when we first started. And those first few episodes were just us sort of saying what this podcast is going to be about, which is something that we're still learning and modifying sort of every episode that we record. We come up with sort of a new approach or new strategy that we want to apply to the overall program. Outside of just learning what the podcast was about, we also learned who we were and potentially our ability or inability to remember who we are. And from there, we jumped into uh, sort of going meta about podcasts, which we're kind of doing with this episode, just because it is reflecting on our first experience into this. And if we do these in the future, it's going to be more reflecting on the topics that we've covered. But our first like proper episode was talking about podcasts, where uh, we had Sam discuss where the word podcast actually comes from. I talked about using it as an educational tool, and Sean talked about the process and experience of listening to a podcast, which resulted in us actually having Sam go through that whole experience. Which I don't think he's repeated. Yeah, it was my first and last <laughs> podcast download ever, as of right now. Which I wonder how many people out there record podcasts and don't listen to them. I've listened to ours a few times on the website. I haven't really like, gone through the podcast experience. If you are wondering what the website is, it is alloftheabove.audio. That's it. <laughs> yep. Nice and easy. And yep. if you want to go straight to the show notes for this particular episode, it will be all of the above audio slash episodes slash zero one zero. Yeah. People like our show notes too. Yeah. So you, you will enjoy. Yes. They are, uh, I think prolific is a good enough word for them. Yeah. Yeah. I did get some feedback though, that they were, there were too many. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it was a bit overwhelming. They were like, I don't know what's important and what's not. There is just so many links so maybe we should just start indenting some of them like ah. important ones get only like a one level indent whereas unimportant ones go a few in i don't know maybe i yeah i just know if i do less that's a lot less time <laughs> spent on them so I, I, yeah we'll see but also we're sorry that we're doing another um sort of meta podcast because i we had a survey like it went out in the beginning of time and two of you, there was about like 40 responses, but two of you guys um, or girls or however you identify yourselves said that you don't want to hear about podcasts about podcasts. And <laughs> well, yeah, it ended up that way. Although one of my favorite responses to that was somebody who said that they don't want to hear about any more hipster shit. <laughs> Like craft beer and I forget what the other thing that they were upset about was. Um, oh, and artisan pickles. Yeah, yeah, that was. And we'll we'll post this like the survey results on the website as well, just in case if you have a podcast of your own or trying to start one, you can look at this and see what people have said. There's no really uh, like identifying information. I didn't ask anyone's name, age, anything like that. It's just. People's opinions. And one of our mothers apparently filled it out, but we have no idea which one it was. <laughs> I don't think it was mine. I still don't yeah, think like, my family knows that I do a podcast. Yeah, I, don't, I asked my mom and she said she she doesn't even have a Facebook. Like it says, like, I saw my son post this on Facebook. And it had to be my mom. But when I asked, I don't, she seemed to be oblivious to what I was asking. Maybe it was my mom. Maybe she was in a fugue state or yeah. something. So from uh, our discussion on podcast, we, which was really just sort of a, we have no idea what the hell we're doing. So we're going to give this conversation about podcast a shot, especially for those <laughs> of our friends who first started listening to it, who hadn't listened to any podcast before. But then we jumped into calendars as our next topic. Calendars. Yeah, which uh, you wouldn't really expect to be that interesting, but I feel like we did cover a lot of pretty fun stuff within that episode. 
and it was nice since it was uh, released right at the beginning of the year. So in that, I had talked about uh, abandoning a structured syllabus in classrooms and sort of saying, like, screw you to a structured calendar throughout the school year. Sean had talked about using calendars as a way to collect and recall memories. And Sam got very scientific on us and talked about time dilation and general relativity, which in uh, simpler words, you could just say he talked about how time is weird. So uh, did you guys have any things that you remembered or sort of came to an extra thought on after that episode? Uh, That's when I was making a fombrero. It's true, which uh, is now in the hands of some other guy because he went to a hat party. Yeah, and he actually gave the hat to the creators of the hat party. So now they have my hat at their house slash storage. It was a pretty big hat, so they have to have storage for it somewhere. Yeah, it's a giant hat. And for those wanting to see pictures again, that will probably have another link to in our show notes or at least a link to that episode's show notes uh, I started doing like Pinterest pages for the episodes, but I've sort of abandoned that because I realized that I, uh, I didn't know how to do Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend, Hillary, told me, I was like, oh, you, you don't just go to websites and then pin everything because that's what I was doing. I was just doing all the show notes and then pinning every page that I found, uh, which, I mean, you can do, but you're supposed to more or less go onto Pinterest, look up things that you like that are already on Pinterest and repin them. And it worked, <laughs> even though it feels a bit weird doing that. I think it's there's a little bit of a difference there. You're kind of you were kind of a pin leader, and now you're a pin follower. Yeah, I feel like you have to be a follower before you're a leader. Yeah, this just reminds me of that Game of Thrones quote where they say that very thing that like before you can lead, you must first know how to follow. I think I've not watched an episode. I've so, seen yeah. many episodes, and I I don't know. <laughs> Cool. That was that thing. Then we went on to messaging, which involved us talking about how we communicate. So my topic was about like messaging with context, like sensors and GPS coordinates and heart rate, all that fun stuff. And then uh, Sam, what was your thing? Uh, emojis and Unicode, which uh, Adam Anderson, uh, comrade of the show, uh, they have. He has. A, he's a host of a hilarious show, Three Guys, Three Questions. They wrote to us and told us about emoji, emojily, which is is E-M-O-J dot L-I, a website. It's a social network that uses nothing but emojis, and it's absolutely hilarious to use. Yeah, and by nothing but emojis, we mean usernames are emojis, <laughs> all posts are written in emojis, any messages you send to anyone. So if you try to sign up for it now, I imagine it's probably pretty difficult to get a like sensible username. Probably have to, what was the email account that we had? Like dragon, dragon, something, poop. Sushi roll, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to actually email it, it didn't work. And then I, in that episode, discussed sort of the dangers of being constantly connected and potentially struck fear into the hearts of many as I talked about some of the darker side of this constant world of messaging that we live in, um, where we are really never taking a break from communicating with others. So that episode was... The last one, actually, that we've done where it was just the three of us, uh, because our very next episode, we had a wonderful guest and a dear friend, Connor Mason, on to discuss ebooks. And Connor talked about the growth and evolution of ebooks, um, which is a topic he's pretty passionate about as somebody who actually wrote uh, and released two ebooks last year. Um, and I'm sure he's probably got some more in the pipeline as well for this year through his company, Punch Kick Interactive. 
Yeah. And he actually just wrote an article about ebooks for Punchkick. So we'll put that in the show notes as well. It's just a handy dandy website right there. Just Yep. Yeah. F- yeah. Full of yeah. information. After Connor's point, I started discussing the sort of benefits and negatives of digital versus analog in terms of how it affects our memory and ability to recall information from a written uh, word. I spent a lot of time sort of just questioning are ebooks a valuable tool for education or for whether that be like through an institution or through individual use. And we also sort of came to a conclusion that we're going to have to watch the generation coming up who's growing up in a world of constant uh, digital influence and see do they prefer and are they capable of reading and learning from uh, ebooks just as well, if not better, than the physical. And then, Sean, what was your topic for that? The role of libraries in the digital age. So instead of being book slingers, just more like information outlaws, handing out and dishing out what they know, making sure you get connected to what you should do. Yeah. And we gave uh, a rather scathing review of the Overdrive app. So our apologies if anyone is a fan of that app, as we know some of our <laughs> listeners apparently are. Yep. Yeah, I, I still haven't given it another try, even though I promised that I would. Yeah, our uh, former coworker and friend Aaron let us know that she actually enjoys it. So we need to go back and take a look and see if maybe it's uh, either been improved or we were just imbeciles the first time we tried to use it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I remember having to sign in maybe five times. And even then, I, it's like a, it's two different kind of systems. Uh, you're logging into like the website for OverDrive, which is different from your like, library login. So it gets confusing because it's within the same interface and app. It, it was just... Yeah, single sign-on fixes all these issues. Oh, I said so. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And then, Sam, what was your uh, point for that conversation that we had? Uh, Developing for ebooks and interactivity, kind of just tying everything together, like how these things are actually creative. Do we need interactivity in them to make them interesting in the digital age? Yeah. That was a sort of nice final concluding point to that because it took a lot of the things that we had discussed throughout the episode and wrapped it all together in terms of re- real world uh, challenges and problems that you run into while trying to develop these ebooks, um, especially to Connor's point, which was the article that he actually just wrote that we mentioned um, about developing ebooks as standalone applications instead of just a file that is distributed. Um, And so from that conversation, we then jumped into uh, writing with an incredible guest, John Saddington, who uh, is the developer of the application Desk, as well as an angel investor and an all-around wonderful guy. And he had a pretty inspiring discussion with us uh, about writing. And so in that, we talked a bit with my point on flash fiction and constraints in writing, um, how setting limitations for ourselves can increase creativity or just potentially make us uh, better at using the tools that we have. And then, Sam, what was your uh, point from that episode? Uh, Computer programming is a foreign language. We talked a lot about uh, how in the education space, a lot of places are switching over to some sort of computer language being a foreign language. 
Yep. And um, in that, John brought up a really wonderful point, which is, should the question be, is it a foreign language or should the question be more, um, should we all learn how to code? And his uh, great takeaway from that was that it's not necessarily that we all need to learn how to code, but that we all should be literate with software um, and just be able to understand and go through it, but not necessarily be fluent in it. Um, and then, Sean, you talked about evolution of writing, right? Yeah, you know, just uh, how right now, how it has been, at least in the digital age, you have a keyboard and sometimes a screen, <laughs> hopefully, and then that's uh, that's how you write. And how I was sort of position, trying to position it is more, rather than the evolution of writing, it's the evolution of um, expressing thought, but I didn't say that. I definitely said writing. Um, and we sort of determined, like, writing has sort of, been the same more or less you have words and thoughts in your head you put them on a piece of paper computer what have you and how that will probably stay the same um but i was yeah i i, I said writing but i should have said like thought expression of thought yeah well <laughs> yeah. do you have like a additional point that you would want to make to that right now um it's just more on the lines of how just the tools that we use um, sort of influence the the outputs that we have. I think I said that before, um, but just how that that will evolve and how we can express ourselves and think of things in a different light. Uh, when you're just dealing with text and symbols, you're limited in their how they're portrayed. But if you have like something like an Oculus Rift or those hollow lenses, it's uh, you as sort of gimmicky as they are right now. It it could prove to be like nice if you have like a huge 3D model uh, of someone's like liver, and you can be like, ah, oh, there's the cancer spots, and you can then go in there and then sort of like playing in a sandbox. You can experience what it is within the liver. That way, you have more than just your brain going in it. You're just using more of uh, your senses, uh, things like that. So that's off the top of my head. <laughs> That yeah, that is yeah. like a whole other I think uh, topic than what we had originally took that to be. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that and storytelling because that would, like a part of the desk um, sort of like positioning is how like tell me a story, just uh, how we write and how we like sort of go about letting people know of things and giving importance to them with stories because that's how we are by nature. We're just like a storytelling kind of animal evolution of that. There are uh, plenty of people who do state that everything is a narrative. Um, and so even whether it be with like my world of instructional design in terms of presenting a story and communicating that story to uh, the learners so that they can follow that narrative and gain information and discover that way. Or, um, you know, politicians who, like if we look at uh, Barack Obama before his campaign where he was releasing books that told his life narrative and that was also simultaneously a political platform for him to follow. So there is a argument to be made that everything is a narrative. Um, so that was our last uh, topic that we had covered on the show thus far, and we've definitely learned a lot and covered a lot of material, made a lot of links to a lot of other sites um, and probably our biggest takeaway thus far is that we do really well with a guest and we really love having them on and hearing a, another perspective, especially from somebody who's an expert on the topic that we're covering that week. Um, so that is something that we are planning to have more of throughout future episodes. 
Um, so at this point, I do just want to give a like a shout out if there's anyone out there who's interested on in being on the show or has a topic that they would at least like us to cover. Um, you can reach us by going to alloftheabove.audio/contact, and there's a contact form you can fill out there. You can also reach us through Twitter at Above Podcast. Um, just any way that's most convenient for you to reach out, definitely get in touch with us, and we'll be happy to uh, talk and see if we can get you on the show or at least get somebody who will be able to talk to the topic that you're interested in. Yes, because we just tried to record an episode yesterday, and we didn't have a guest, <laughs> and we stopped. It was bad. It was a train wreck. Six minutes in, we we sort of realized. Yeah, it probably didn't help that we were all severely hungover either. So, Yeah, that's what beer does to you. I would say severely hungover. We had the night before gone to Beer Fest here in our city of Columbus, Ohio, and we're out into the wee hours of the morning. Uh, it probably wasn't the best time to try and record an episode the very next day. And the topic was weather, so you know how interesting that could be. Yeah, so. Thrilling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I fell asleep during my uh, portion. Yeah, <laughs> while you were talking, actually. <laughs> Uh, okay. We also just want to sort of share like uh, the sort of the, how the sausage is made, uh, the behind the scenes look, because uh, we, again, we started this off and if we known all the things that we've known now, that'd be super helpful. So we figured we might as well share what we learned so it could help whoever. Um, so I guess it, it sort of starts with like the whole preparation of the show. Um, you can do this whatever way you want. We have um, I, like a shared iCloud pages document. Uh, and we just type in stuff there. and uh, Which can be incredibly distracting when you're trying to speak and then you suddenly see somebody typing a hilarious comment into the show notes <laughs> and you have to try to stifle your laughter. So if you ever hear any of us like just pause in the middle of whatever we're saying and seem like we've completely lost focus, it's probably because somebody just typed something like in into the show notes as Sean has just put. Which I'm going to have to censor all of that when I edit. <laughs> you can just say it. <laughs> we can have that. Beep everything else. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to censor the whole thing. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right, Sean, what did you want to say? Um, also, we learned that uh, it's a bit weird. Um, I, I'm more used to like Google Docs. Uh, but I, since iCloud Pages is in beta, it's uh, <laughs> some things that you wanted to do just doesn't happen. So you just have to... Be prepared for just the most minimalist uh, amount of minimal amount of things that you expect to happen happening, um, like hyperlinking. You can't hyperlink a word. That's just it's it's not possible. So from uh, iCloud, another tool that we use um, is started with Productive, which was a, a team collaboration app. Um, which we used pretty heavily uh, there at the beginning and then started to abandon as we just went back to using iMessage and sending text to each other. Well, how many times did you actually log into it, Mr. Sam? <laughs> I was going to bring that up. I logged into Productive twice. <laughs> Two times. Yeah, and one of those times was when Sam forgot that we were recording an episode and <laughs> decided to go in and cancel the event that we had in the app, thinking that none of us would know, except it notifies everyone when that happens. Well, you know, it happens. Yeah, and there were like tasks assigned to you and just never got done. So that, yeah, we quickly got rid of that. <laughs> so we went to uh, iMessage, knowing that Sam always looks at his texts. And uh, that 
has probably been what we've used the majority of the time, um, but we've started to transition over to the ever-popular Slack, uh, mostly at sort of my pushing because keeping track of all of the different files and notes and links and things that we pass around became very difficult in iMessage. And Slack does a pretty nice job at compiling all of that and giving us different rooms to organize our different conversations in. Um, so that has been the tool that we've been using lately and also results in some hilarity, such as the GIFs that you can integrate into it or the occasional Slack bot showing up and dropping <laughs> random uh, statements in. Which do you guys like Slack? I use Slack for work all the time. Uh, and I've switched over a few different projects that I work on on the Slack. It just, it's a nice place to just keep everything. And it works on any platform, so that makes it really great. Yeah, I have to say uh, thank you, Mr. Aaron Goodwin uh, from Three Guys, Three Questions, uh, because they invited us to their channel. Um, and if that didn't happen, we probably wouldn't have done it. <laughs> So now we have our own little thing. That's nice. I just don't like how everything is now fragmented. I'm like, oh, where did you send that to? Oh, it's in Slack. Oh, it's in iMessage. Oh, it's in Skype chat, which I never check because who checks Skype chat? Really? Ugh. So that's my only complaint. All right. Too many, too many cooks. Too many cooks. Um, and so, Sean, this next topic that we wanted to hit on relating to what we've learned thus far is about marketing, which you have been our guru in. Do you want to uh, lead us through this conversation? Oh yeah, I'll bang it all out. So with marketing, um, started in the early days before we even existed of sorts. Um, I created all these like square images that are pretty much album art that just featured uh, stupid sayings, um, promoting the show, also all the different social networks and accounts that we had there. Because I just I just went on down the list and then <laughs> I just secured the all of the above name or all of the above podcast name or above podcast if character limits were a factor. So I I did that. We don't really use all of them. I just uh, did that just case because I didn't know what we would be doing necessarily. And I have a handy dandy spreadsheet that has all the URLs, um, all the bitlies, uh, shortened links if we had to do that, the purpose of their website. And it's sort of handy. Um, but again, I haven't used all of the avenues like uh I've planned to do stuff on YouTube um, just because I know some people like to go there for, you know, podcasts of sorts. Um, and I was just trying to do more of, because we can't really record ourselves doing this. It would just look very boring. Um, so I was thinking more of like a uh, animated processed, um, animated video of sorts that looks at all the tracks that we have and sort of does like an audio visual, visualization. Um, I just haven't had time to do that because that's a... Just lately, I've had uh, some crazy projects at work, and including animating a, a video that I haven't had much time to do, like the time frame, and it's like a three minute long thing, and uh, my head's about to explode. <laughs> yeah, um, but I know uh, Twitter. Twitter seems to be our biggest, funnest thing. And do you guys have like the Twitter account set up on your guys' phone? Yeah, I do. We also have, um, as some of our friends have found out on Twitter, we've been using our old phones, at least Sean and I have, as just like podcast phones, which have all of those uh, social network accounts and various marketing avenues tapped into. Um, but lately I have just been using my primary phone and I've got both of the accounts, at least for Twitter, logged in there and I switch back and forth between them, which can get kind of confusing at times where I'm 
afraid mm-hmm. I'm about to post something under the wrong account. Yeah, if you use the official Twitter app, it doesn't let you know who you are. <laughs> if you use like Tweetbot, it tells you like in the upper left hand corner, like, hey, that's you. This is your picture. Yeah, long live Tweetbot. I'm a big fan. I, I've been trying to use the Twitter app, but it's it's nice in some regards. It's awful in others. And my biggest gripe is that it is so bright white, and there's no way to like flip to a dark mode. Which for somebody who deals with migraines and photosensitivity, that would be really nice. So. Twitter developers, if you're listening to this, dark mode, please. Uh, but Sam, do you have uh, the account set up on your phone? No, I have nothing set up on my phone. I don't. There's yeah, there's this program that we use that has all the passwords, and one of the three of us does oh, yeah. not have that program, <laughs> and he's not privy to this information. I forgot about that. Yeah, so we used like one password to store all the passwords, and then Brian and I shared all the passwords between each other. And that was handy. And then we're telling Brian, uh, no, not Brian, Sam, to download it on his phone because it is free, at least on the phone. And I don't think you have. It's on my to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, relates to a potential future topic on task management. But then we also, Sean, I see that you put a note about uh, Reddit community. Oh, yeah. So along with all the other social networks of sorts, uh, I just created like a subreddit. It's a ghost town just because I don't know what to do with it yet. Uh, But at least got the r slash, I think, all of the above podcast. So we're now all admins. And I figured it would be a nice place if we ever just trying to start something like that. Post anything that you like, relate, relate into a topic talk with other people of the upper echelon i feel like that could be like our listener in your names like the <laughs> like you're all of the above you're the upper echelon how uh yeah. what a prestigious title that is very i know i feel like it is what, but what is like the uh the individual yeah. names yeah um i'll get back to you on okay. that we may eventually use that and if anyone's wondering how exciting could a podcast like conversation be on reddit uh if you check out <laughs> um, the hello internet podcasts uh subreddit that actually has like a lot of great conversation about each episode and they really get into detail even further than what they could have talked about. And they're sometimes like three hour long episodes. Um, so that is a successful example of that. If, if in case anyone is wondering what that would look like. Yeah. Another one is, um, we have concerns. That's also a, it's a fun one. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. It's a funny podcast. They're like two, um, improv comedian ish guys that are somewhat geeky and, Pretty short, but pretty awesome. And also, I, th- that reminds me, um, the reason why I found out about those guys is uh, they were like in iTunes new, new and Noteworthy, and we actually happened to be in it for the just the design category. Just like the, so that was awesome. We've recently also been in, so design falls under the like major category of arts. And we, oh yeah, sorry, that's what yeah, I meant. And we've also recently been featured in New and Noteworthy for just arts as it's the whole category as well. Um, and that means that we've been surrounded by uh, great podcasts like The Illusionists, or since we were mentioning Reddit, their upvoted podcast that they've just put out. Um, so there's a lot of... Yeah, or The Gently Mad, which is a, another fun Yeah, one. that one's incredibly popular. Um, so that was sort of a humbling experience being surrounded by these other great podcasts, especially knowing that this is a new adventure for us and something we're still learning a lot about. Yeah. And I must say, uh, we, like we have 15 ratings in iTunes, which is awesome because <laughs> um, just because it, it takes some time, like effort to go there and click the button. Like, I, I know it doesn't seem like much, but you're, you're probably doing something else. You're listening and you're like, uh, you know, I'll get to that later. Maybe 
but then you don't, and that's okay. But for the 15 people that did, awesome. And then for the six people that actually wrote something, which you don't have to write anything, you could just click the star. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, we do appreciate those who are giving us um, like constructive feedback on there as well, like letting us know that it does seem like we do a lot better with guests, um, and that you'd like to see some more of that. So um, that is something that we do take very much to heart and are uh, very receptive to. So do always feel free to share your feedback there. Um, and again, I'll also mention that if you go to all of the above audio slash contact, um, where you can get in touch with us to not only just say hey. Uh, I'm interested in either being on the show or this is a topic I would like to hear, but it's also a chance for you to share with us um, just sort of mano y mano what your thoughts are on the show and things that you would like to see. Um, so the feedback has been incredibly helpful, um, and I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on this episode. I know it's probably not as exciting as the other ones have been since it's more of a recap for us and a sharing of what we've learned. Um, but we felt that it was probably important and helpful to do this just so anyone who's a new listener um, is able to hear what we've covered and decide if they want to go back and listen to a specific past episode. Um, but it also, if we continue them in the future, is a great way in case somebody's missed one to recap those. Um, so do share your feedback with us on this episode. But uh, Sean, was there were there any other points you wanted to make uh, about that or anything else? Yeah, I forgot. Um, in the beginning, um, I submitted our uh, podcast feed. Like uh, how it works is there's a thing called like RSS, and it pretty much just um, every time there's a new page uh, within that feed, it then gets shot out and be like, hey, this is a new episode. Um, so I submitted that RSS feed um, URL to a bajillion podcast directories. Uh, <laughs> And I'll post the link to it because it, it pretty much everything that you ever want. Um, so our show, like majority of the stuff comes through iTunes. Um, but there are like so many other kind of directories, um, including like a tune in radio, um, which I, I know it's pretty popular. But the weird thing with that one, along with some of the other like less well-known ones, is that you had to email, I think like Christina. <laughs> and you're like, hey, Christina, this is my feed. This is what we do. <laughs> can you add us? And it was not like, it's completely not automated. Like she responded, cool. And then I was like, oh, sorry, I uh, we changed the name of the podcast. Can you do this? And Christina's like, okay, cool, no problem. I'll do that like <laughs> when I get back from lunch. I'm like, what? How, how can you guys run like this? So it's a bit interesting, but I think that's also helped just because uh, we have uh, a good amount of subscribers, like way more than you'd think. <laughs> Um, and it just keeps like growing. And then uh, Sam's prediction, um, he, he, he created a whole formula. So I, I, can you explain all that as to when we have a bajillion followers? A bajillion? I don't know if I have it going up that far. Uh, we will have a ton of followers as long as, and this is just predictive data. It's like weather forecasting. Who knows if it's right? <laughs> But uh, we'll have a ton of followers sometime in July, maybe. But it's pretty surprising to see how fast people are jumping on board with us. So it's pretty it's pretty humbling, actually, to see that people are actually interested. And we keep getting more and more, week over week, more and more users. But if we go keep going at this pace, we're going to have a ton of you guys in July. And then what are we going to do? Yep. And so to make sure that we don't lose all of you, um, do let us know your thoughts on the show and things that you'd like to hear. And if you guys want to learn about polynomial algorithms, which Sam is using to create this information, then you can contact him on Twitter at Sam Bantner. 
because uh, I don't know anything about that. I just look at the numbers and say that looks nice. <laughs> yeah, we do have like a 77% error right now. So who knows how correct this is? Oh, I thought it was like 17% before. It was 17 until I changed it a little bit. And so, yeah, I got to fix that. Oh. Well, uh, I know that you looked in because we use Squarespace to do all this stuff. And you found like Squarespace reporting on subscriber data is a bit wonky. <laughs> I think. Yeah. So Squarespace, uh, they have metrics on your subscribers and those metrics are based off of separate IPs pinging this address every day. Uh, weekly subscribers, that's an average. So it's not the actual number of people pinging it every day. It's an average for the week. So you might have more or less depending on exactly how their algorithm works, which they don't actually talk about. But every time that someone hits the link or the RSS, it records their IP address and Squarespace takes this IP address and then compares it to everything that week. And if they don't have one for that week, that's an additional subscriber, whether they're actually subscribed or not. And this is just me, the understanding from Squarespace explaining it and like kind of like digging through the internet to find different things to kind of explain this. So it's an kind of accurate representation of our user base, but it could be completely wrong. But everything else out there, there's nothing that's better than this. RSS is an open format that isn't was never created to to provide metrics. And people like in Google have found ways to scrape these metrics off, but it's still not the best solution. Yeah. And so like our statement uh, to Squarespace is not like a it's got awful criticism or anything because Squarespace has been <laughs> probably the best tool I think we could have found for getting this podcast up and running. Um, and it's been incredibly easy to create and manage the pages and upload the episodes and all of that. Um, but just in general, podcast metrics is a market that needs a lot of help. And there are some companies and platforms out there, but just nothing seems to work incredibly well. Um, so that is a big thing that we're trying to work on next so that we can make sure that we have the appropriate outreach to our audience and um, can keep in tune with how large our audience is and what episodes they're responding uh, the most to and that sort of thing. So it's all a work yeah, in progress. Because it, it, we don't even have like a an idea of like uh, the downloads per episode, which is... I'd love to know that. We can see like how many, if the page got hit, but it, it, not the actual number of downloads or plays, which is uh, frustrating. <laughs> yep. So uh, I feel like that sort of hits on all of the points that we had for this sort of roundup of where we're at and what we've learned thus far um, and sort of what we are hoping to do in the future. But did you guys have any final thoughts? No. And I think that <laughs> concludes this episode. <laughs> Thank you all for giving us a chance to take a slight breather and reflect on the discoveries we have made thus far. But don't go worrying your little hearts because we will soon be back to breaking down the world one topic at a time. Some of the future topics you may see include task management, personalities, voice-controlled user interfaces such as Siri, and much, much more. To find our show notes for this episode, head on over to alloftheaboveaudio slash episodes slash 010. And if you're interested in giving us some feedback, passing along some additional information, or even being a guest on the show, you can get in touch through alloftheaboveaudio slash contact. And finally, if you're into communicating 140 characters at a time, you can reach us through Twitter at AbovePodcast. 
Thanks again for listening. And until next week, take some time to reflect and realize just how fucking awesome you are.